Greetings and welcome to this edition of The Way with Manoa. My name is Anoa Chonga and I'm really excited to be working in collaboration with Our Revolution Georgia on this amazing conversation that you will hear. Keeping my intro short, it's about the cityhood movement. I am joined by El Mahdi Holly, who's also running for um, House District 111. Shout out to El, shout out to Henry County, Our Revolution. And we're later joining the conversation by a reporter, Brenton, who provides some context um, from his own research on, you know, the cityhood issue and the growth of this movement here in the region. Um, Brenton, again, is just is not necessarily endorsing. There's no endorsement here. It's just a conversation between some folks and, and really trying to have a robust discussion about a topic that is um, really becoming a, a pressing issue around the region, particularly as we see the proposed city of Eagles Landing and, 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 and how that issue has unfolded over the course of the legislative cycle. And now, as they, they will go to a voter referendum, only for those people within the proposed city, not the actual city of Stockbridge residents, who will actually have um, parcels ripped out of their city, very valuable parcels for their tax base ripped away from them if the referendum is passed. So please enjoy the conversation. Please share, like, subscribe, and definitely go check out Elle's page, um, the link is in the comments, or the link is in the description piece. Okay, let's, you know, just talk a little bit about what's going on. Okay, sure. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, uh, I'll tell you, this is a, a really great privilege to be able to be on the show um, and to be able to speak on this issue. Thanks so much, Anoa. Um, my name is El Mahdi Holly. Uh, you know, not only am I member of our revolution in uh, Henry County, um, but thankfully I'm an endorsed candidate. Uh, and just locally here, you know, I, look, I, I teach up at the local um, Eagles Landing Middle School, so uh, the Eagles Landing issue really uh, definitely touches straight to the heart because of the kids that I um, teach, as well as an executive director for Veterans Lead, which is a clearinghouse for veteran services uh, under uh, Red Alert, a Red Alert Group. Uh, which is a uh, homeland security firm. Um, and I can tell you, uh, this issue of cities um, being able to, uh, areas being able to form as their own cities, um, it definitely it brings a chord here. Uh, I am on the McDonough side of Eagles Landing uh, Community Subdivision. What, what started out with a Eagles Landing Country Club, uh, over time, it expanded to include a lot of other smaller subdivisions that were sprinkled around the sides of these of this uh, large golf club community. And there were individual apartment complexes and, and housing communities um, that later got rebranded as, um, you know, Eagles Landing. So you have like Winsong at Eagles Landing, and it used to be just called Winsong. And there were several other properties like that. Um, and uh, basically, because uh, these areas are in uh, situated in SPLOC uh, parcels, and for you know, for those who may not know, a special purpose local option sales tax, uh, which comes off of uh, from the businesses uh, that are along these long, extensive parkways, um, these parcels actually benefit uh, the city of Stockbridge. Um, and so uh, not only do those, those parcels uh, 
uh, really offer many amenities. Mm-hmm. And so, therefore, uh, the tax base of those residents who are within the unincorporated area of Stockbridge uh, and and uh, and within those areas that are inside of the proposed city of Eagle Landing, um, they provide the bulk of the tax base for the city of Stockbridge. Uh, and so, uh, because there's been uh, in the past, the city of Stockbridge has annexed in portions um, of uh, the outlying property, which which you know get into um, kind of unincorporated areas that are that are really on a map. They look like unincorporated McDonough um, and Stockbridge and McDonough being two cities that are side by side. Um, what has happened is that residents of of the Eagle Planning community, um, really who uh, during city council, uh, just city council races and mayoral races, um, you know, residents, you know, who are my neighbors, myself, we never get to actually vote on uh, for any city council or any mayor because we're in an unincorporated area. Uh, and and then at the same time, um, a lot of the services that you might expect of a local government, um, residents here actually have to pay for that because of those privatized services. And so. Um, yeah, so basically, that's the situation, and there's a, there's a, and I, I think uh, I can maybe tell it in a little bit more detail, but I'll let you take over okay, before okay, I take okay. over. Okay. Well, no, that's really interesting. So just, just, just a little bit, if you could just break it down a little bit for us, what exactly is being proposed? Um, so when we have these sections of, of, of Stockbridge that is being proposed to be the city of Eagle Landing, and then there are also some unincorporated parcels that are being proposed to either
uh, the, the state house and the state legislature. You have House Bill 638 and 639, and then you have Senate Bill 262 and 263. Um, and basically, the both bills, uh, you know, the, the you know the first set um, was to create a city out of this unincorporated area of Eagle Landing. The second set, however, was a little more uh, diabolical, uh, which is to uh, de annex uh, portions of an existing city, that being the city of Stockbridge, and and then to trade into uh, the city of Stockbridge uh, parcels that uh, that were of a lesser value, and uh, and, and thereby, uh, you know, according to a study that was performed by the Carl Vinson Institute at University of Georgia, uh, it's not only the city uh, with um, roughly about 50 to 60 percent loss of its revenue. And um, so, yeah, so they went ahead and, and just, you know, pushed it anyway. And we waited for many uh, weeks or months to be able to see whether or not um, the bill would make it through. It made it through. Uh, Finally, 262 made its way through. Uh, actually, both bills uh, to Governor Deal, and uh, he made the decision um, just as recent as last week to sign off on it. And so now it's not immediate. Uh, it will head to a ballot, and it will uh, serve as a referendum. So the, the voters only within the Eagles Landing area will be able to vote on it, even though it may its negative impact uh, will directly affect everybody within the Eagles Landing area as well as within the Stockbridge area. Poor 
families behind. And so now you have a situation where now, you know, black areas around Metro Atlanta now have to seriously consider and are, you know, engaging in cityhood, um, mainly just to kind of protect, you know, what, what whatever resources that, you know, that are left for them. So it's a really kind of unique situation that's going on. There's not, I don't think there are any other major metro uh, cities across the nation who are dealing with this. But of course, in most other places, there's not this like, this kind of frontier of unincorporated land that exists usually around most major cities. It's kind of very unique to Atlanta. Commissioner Holmes and Commissioner Clemens uh, both were African-American. Um, 
um, to make sure that the services um, that are contracted through the county get uh, are on the same table where, where everybody can have an opportunity to bid for those services uh, and that it's not just going by an old or good old boy network. And uh, however, with this Eagle Branding issue, uh, again, this nonprofit organization uh, has really pushed uh, to have this city and has been in, uh, not only has it pushed to the legislature, uh, but it's really been telling, uh, it's, it's kind of building it up and then selling it to the residents after it, it, it is already decided what is, uh, you know, quote unquote, in the best interest of residents. And, but the, and so when residents like myself or my neighbors, we're really seeing that this is a grand scheme being pushed on, um, on residents, you know, because there is that, that grand scheme of being able to provide these services to private companies uh, and where residents, you know, we're looking like, hey, is, this is something that we should expect um, from a public government um, because this is basically what we recognize as being, an, uh, you know, as I say, a basic for city. And, I, I, and so I think, you know, more of this push to, to make sure that this, this uh, city government is able to provide a profit scheme uh, for entities that are outside of uh, the, the sphere of what we recognize as being a public government, um, it's just, it's really leaving a bad taste in people's mouth uh, for what they would want to see out of, out of a government, let alone one that is going to take care of everybody and not necessarily um, um, hurt a community by de-annexing the resources out of it. Yeah, um, I mean, you brought up Green Haven, and I think there's a, it's, it's an interesting contrast between what's happening between Eagles Landing and Green Haven. Um, with with Eagles Landing, you're kind of getting like this, um, the kind of like the, the de-gentrification of Stockbridge, right? Where, like, right. literally they're taking, um, I understand this is not just about, like, the residents that they're taking out of Stockbridge, but they're also taking, like, one of the, like, major economic corridors. Right. Um, out of Stockbridge, um, which has all kinds of financial implications um, for whatever's left of Stockbridge. And so, you know, essentially, like, the people of the widowed Stockbridge are kind of essentially taxed, right, for not being fortunate enough to live in this new uh, city called Eagles Landing. Um, when you juxtapose that with with Greenhaven, it, it, it's the opposite, right? Um, in DeKalb County, you know, all of the major, most of the major economic corridors already exist in the northern parts of, of, of DeKalb County, which are the, in, in the wider and wealthier neighborhoods. So the, the people in South DeKalb who are more African-American, middle class, uh, lower middle class, um, low income, they, they're already cut off from, from those economic commercial corridors and they're starved for economic resources, and they need uh, more commercial properties um, in South DeKalb, and they, they, they've been unsuccessful in, being, in getting the county to do that. So part of the reason why they want to form a city um, is so that they can leverage their own resources, so that they can bring more commercial and economic corridors in there. 
also obviously the big difference is that Greenhaven is, is trying to form out of unincorporated areas. They're not trying to take uh, land and property away from already established cities, uh, such as the case is with uh, Eagles Landing from Stockbridge.
money you know, to finance these projects at a competitive rate, if they have to or think that the same ones that have to assume that risk, that they may not get a full return on their money. Now, the question I always ask is, if it's so bad where, uh, you know, Capital One or even Moody's, you know, Moody's is one of the big three uh, bond rating services, Moody's has stepped forward and said this is going to be um, very negative for all Georgia cities. I have to ask whether this is something that Eagles Landing residents do we want to be known by by the rest of Georgia that we will um, we will actually uh, the, the moves that are going on here if it goes through with the vote uh, it will affect whether or not those local cities will make get get up the competitive rates for their bonds and then I have to also look at what will this do to encourage small business growth that right. any local city sustains itself if you have banks who are unwilling to provide bonds that are competitive for, for you know, for, for bonds that are, are backed by the, the full faith and credit of that city being able to, to pay on it, well, would they be so willing to provide uh, competitive bonds for private businesses that are looking to sustain the area? Um, and if not, then, you know, as residents, can, can local cities whether Greenhaven or Eagles Landing, be able to really sell the concept that, oh, the citizens won't have to pay any extra taxes on this. You know, I, I think if the banks are stepping forward saying that this is not a way that's conducive for economic development, then I think that quite likely uh, residents themselves will be able to actually, uh, they won't be able to, um, to abstain from taking a hit in their pockets. Um, and, uh, again, like just kind of looking at it from a 50,000 foot view, um, it was, I mean, one of the main things that really, um, is kind of concerning is that, you know, one, like the, the state's process for starting one's own city, um, from my vantage point, those, like that criteria and that process seems really loose, right? And, um, and when you have like a really loose process like that, um, you know, people can take advantage of it. You know, I mean, it's, and, and, it, and it appears to be that, you know, people are going to amazing stretches um, to find ways to create these new cities. Um, you know, it's, it sounds like so long as they can find a white Republican somewhere in Georgia who will um, stand up for them, then like, you know, you can find any five people anywhere and start your own city. And, and you know, I, regardless of, like, where you stand on cityhood in any of its formations, you got to kind of question, like, you know, like, what is, what, what is it that white Republicans find so um, infatuating about this, you know? And, and what, what, are they, what is their grand design on this? Um, you know, blowing out into legislative districts, um, both at the state and the congressional level, you know, like, what, what kind of impacts does this have for gerrymandering? Like, does, like, does it exacerbate um, gerrymandering? Um, you know, the, those are the kinds of, like, voting rights implications that um, I think really deserve a look. Um, you know, that's on the top of it. When you look at the bottom of it, I think what's worth recognizing is that, like, none of 
this would be, I won't say it would be possible, but none of this would be as problematic if there wasn't such intense segregation. You know, um, the, the reason why whites and, and white people and wealthy people can kind of carve out their own areas and form cities is because it's because that they are segregated into these kind of like islands of wealth and it, and it just kind of makes it easier for them to do that. Um, you know, leaving behind a kind of like quasi ghetto, you know, ghettoification of whatever areas that they're leaving behind. Um, without that underlying economic and racial segregation, uh, this whole cityhood thing would not, you know, I don't think it would be as problematic. Um, they may, there may not even be a cityhood movement if there was more um, integration, you know, racial and economic integration. I mean, who knows? Um, but I think, you know, looking at that from both the bottom and the top, is, you know, both of those need to be severely examined, um, you know, before this thing moves any further. And the problem with this is that it sounds like it's already moved pretty far along. And we're, we're kind of seeing the, the logical extremes of this, um, where, you know, again, like it's no longer about just like kind of doing this land grab of unincorporated areas. Um, now it's just a plunder of already of, of areas that are already claimed by cities. I, I agree. I think. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I was just gonna say. Uh, so yeah, that's a, a lot of the what you would find as kind of traditional um, uh, land carving on the boundaries of race. Um, that kind of changes down at least for the Eagle Lane Stockbridge, um, because while this area, uh, the county, Hemming County, is one of the fastest growing counties in the nation, um, it's. Um, Right now, it's a majority-minority county. Um, granted, we have Republican legislators, but the entire county went with Hillary in 2016. Um, and when we look at the Eagles Landing, um, the overall population is about 46% African-American, about, 30, about 38% um, Caucasian. And, um, but yet, we're looking at a, you know, we have a Republican, a black woman Republican who is the chair of the county commission who has strongly pushed this thing forward. And um, and uh, and so what we're seeing is that um, kind of the a lot of the you know the basic good old boys that we're more used to um, have co-opted again. I mean now they didn't do it any time before, but now they're really co-opting um, folks um, who are of minority uh, persuasion to help push their efforts. And I know for instance, um, you know, just in my district that I'm running for, House District 111, it in the last six years. It's been gerrymandered three times. And I think, you know, what residents are really seeing is that the people who were elected into power, you know, not, it's not so much that yeah, it's, it's horrible that they want to choose their voters, but really look at what it's saying to a large degree. It's saying that they got elected to serve their constituents. Now, as the demographics are changing and it's becoming a, a more brown uh, community, um, they have decided not only to move away, but to still hold on to the power that they once exercised as legislators over this area. And so what you're saying is, uh, you know, granted, if, if this continues, and I think it's especially to put this in a historical context, um, you have so many African-Americans and, and Latinos um, and Asians who are all here and granted, um, if we're if we don't have if we don't have local control uh, through our municipalities, um, and we all we're doing is paying privatized fees for these services that are 
offered by a city and in communities where we don't have legislators who are willing to even live near us but want to control our resources, then the South will return to the grand plantation where instead of chefs, we just have really nice homes and drive some BMWs and Mercedes-Benzes. Um, that's not the way that we should move Georgia forward. Um, and in order to stop that, um, we have to make sure that we're um, at the table on you know voting and getting people in there to represent our district, but also making sure too um, that we are we're going to help help our other cities, our close by cities, um, providing ways to transition of our independence from one to let Stockbridge be its own city, let Eagle Valley be its own city, but it needs to be more collaboration and, uh, and transition in a way that is you know most respective of the residents who are there. And that we just don't do snatch and grab, because as we're saying, um, this issue does not only affect Eagles Landing, it will affect every city in Georgia uh, that won't be able to guarantee that its boundaries will be safe. Thank you. 